What is good, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Daddy's Home. I am your host, Stephen Shear, and uh, we have a solo episode today because my girlfriend is participating in Holy Week, so it is just your boy this week. Melissa's out. Mel is out doing her duties. And hey, listen, I'm here for you, babe, in spirit, okay? I'm taking in the spirit with you. Yeah. I didn't know it was going to end so abruptly. I cut these samples right before I uh, do the podcast. Not to give you too much in-depth detail. I like how I'm trying to keep everything secretive. I do that on every episode. <laughs> I listen back to these episodes because I'm the one who edits them. I do a lot of the shit for the podcast, including, uh, you know, the artwork, the, well, I do the audio editing, the artwork, uh promotions for the Instagram and everything because it was originally just me and not complaining about that or anything like that but I uh I hear myself talk some I hear myself talk back on these and I'm just thinking who the fuck would listen to this and my girlfriend and I discussed this on a previous episode where the audio got fucked up because I um I had the input inputs wrong but I listen to this sometimes and I'm just like who would gravitate towards this I'm not much of a salesman, of course. <laughs> yeah, Steve, shit on the product. <laughs> the thing you, the thing you're putting out, shit on it, so no one will want to gravitate towards it. I like to keep myself humble, okay? I don't want to act like my shit doesn't stink because it certainly does sometimes, not all the time. But I listen to this and I'm just thinking, man, what have I started? And I'm I'm very inconsistent with posting episodes, but here's the deal, man. Because we got a solo episode, it's it's gonna be a catch up. I'm not. I don't even know if I'm gonna do any topics really. I may do one topic, but I'm gonna talk mainly about me, Daddy. Okay. <laughs> We're gonna talk about Daddy today. <laughs> yeah. So, I've been inconsistent with the episodes because I. Uh, my schedule is fucking jam-packed right now, all right? I'm working. I literally get one day off, and that's a Sunday usually, and that's my day to just cram as much shit as I can into the day that I have to catch up on. And do I ever get a chance to do more than one thing? Not really. At the, at the moment, not really. That's no one to blame but me. Uh, I got too much too much to do. I got to clean the apartment, all the room. Uh... And I'm ab- amongst a bunch of other places I have to clean. God. Stay off <laughs> the weed. And uh, piano. I chose to learn the hardest song. In a, I chose, to, not the hardest, let's relax. It's a, it's a difficult song and I have to p- uh, practice piano. And it's just uh, adjusting to the new schedule. Here's the, here's the reality, Steve. If we're going to play, you know, if we're going to give ourselves a little pep talk here. Adjusting from Long Island to Brooklyn is a big adjustment, okay? It's a big adjustment because you got to get used to the trains. You have to be on your shit. If you and you know your routines and everything, you'll figure it out, man. <laughs> you'll figure it out. I'm have I'm smoking this Astor Club weed and it has me talking to myself. <laughs> Stay off the weed. Uh, but yeah, I've just been um inconsistent with the episodes and I with the new production gig I have, I'm trying to learn more Photoshop, and uh. I have to fix a Squarespace website. All these things I don't know how to do. 
I'm going to figure it out. I always do. Not saying I'm a huge winner in life, but I'm saying I can figure out the issue to something because one day I want to start my own website, okay? So I'm going to have to fuck around with this one to figure out how to do mine. But Mel is officially on the podcast. We're gonna, She's going to be back next week. And um, we're going to have a lot of upgrades to the podcast because I got a B&H credit card. I said I got a B&H credit card. <laughs> so, thanks, Vincent. Yeah, dude, we get it. So, uh, I'm going to be getting a camera. We're going to have a camera soon. We have a YouTube page. I'm learning how to make thumbnails and Photoshops, and I'm slowly getting a hand on Not slowly, but I'm figuring it out. It's not a hard program. It's, it's, once you figure, once you crack the code a little bit, everything else creative, creatively falls into place. So... I'm doing that right now for Colin Terrell. I'm I'm doing a lot of YouTube stuff for his podcast and uh, trying to promote the Patreon. You guys should check out the Patreon. Subscribe to Colin's Patreon. How's that sound? I promote it on my podcast. Very funny New York comic. Trying to make this flower blossom. You feel me? So check out Colin Terrell. Check out his podcast. Share it. Rate, review, subscribe. And while you're at it, share, rate, review, subscribe to this shit. To this, to this shit show. So, um, man, such an energy on Holy Week, and especially because it's a solo episode. I spoke to Mel beforehand, and I was like, you sure? Can you put the rapper down, you fucking asshole? You sure? I, was like, <laughs> I said, you sure you want me to do the episode on my own? Like, are you cool with that? And she, like, and I was just making sure, because I don't want to step on any toes here, because I don't mind talking for an hour, okay? And she was like, no, I'd rather you do it, babe. So, this episode will be out uh, soon enough, right? Just uploaded another episode, and I was having an issue to address. We were having an issue, an electrical issue. We were getting a lot of phantom noise through the fucking headphones, and it was from this stupid piece. So I unplugged Mel's microphone. She's, she really does have a nice mic. I unplugged it and everything, and just like without the other box it was attached to, and plugged it right into the audio interface, and the noise went away. Fuck yeah, the noise went away, bro. Oh my god, it was giving me such fucking grief. Yeah, so that was giving us a lot of grief, but that noise is now gone. I still can hear it in my subconscious. I just envisioned myself stop, like I just saw myself in my mind stop talking, and then the noise just came back like a vengeance. It was like, you thought I was gone? Whatever, but, yeah, yeah, you know, how's everyone, I hope everyone else is having a good week, I know it's Holy Week, Lent, I haven't followed Lent in a long time, I haven't gotten ashes done in a very long time, I, I, I think, obviously, I'm, I'm not religious, but I, I'm not religious, but I'm spiritual, I'm the white woman of white men, I do believe in a higher power, but I don't, yeah, the only time I ever go to church really is when I'm going to pick up Mel. When I had a car, or when I'm going to hang out with her. I mean, you know, I don't know. I haven't I haven't ventured out there on the trains yet, but I would go to her church all the time to pick her up, and then she'd be like, "Come inside, watch me sing," and uh, that's what she's doing right now. But it's Lent this week, and I didn't give anything up. I don't participate. It's funny. I just too, I just dropped out without knowing. I dropped out. <laughs> My uh, my sister's like, I gave up this. I, I forgot what she gave up for Lent. And I was just like, I didn't give up anything. But the funny thing is, is 
to talk about that, Mel, yesterday, it was Friday, and apparently you're not supposed to eat meat on Friday. A apparently, I didn't get the memo. No, you just forgot because you'd be... Because I'm fucking so hot. What? 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 Oh, 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 oh. So, uh, it's Holy Week, and you're not supposed to eat meat on Friday, even though I'm sure I've had meat on a Friday during this period of catholic religionism um damn what i don't even know what it's called lent yeah during lent i've had meat on fridays during lent so yesterday i wanted to go get chicken wings i want no i didn't want to go get i wanted to make chicken wings because we got an air fryer and we can make some bomb chicken wings in the air fryer and mel was like wait don't do it be a good catholic you can't have meat on fridays and i was just thinking man there are way worse catholics than than us all right, if eating meat on a Friday is going to make me a bad Catholic, then what the fuck are the Cardinals doing in the Vatican? They're just playing, you know, using kids as bowling balls, sticking their two. Steven, toe the line. I'm just saying, the Catholic religion has some, has, uh, you know, has their fingerprints everywhere, including the children. So if I was to eat meat on Friday, I'm saying it wouldn't be the worst sin in the world. Yeah. I don't respond well to authority as, as I've gotten older. <laughs> I'm just like any 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 kind of uh, authority because I'm already coming with natural genuine respect. Like you don't bother, you know, treat others the way you want to be treated, right? So I just come in the room, chill, and anyone who comes at me with a hostile energy, making me want to bend my spiritual will to their to them, I'm kind of like, nah, fuck you, son. Whether it's at work or at a church, I have respect. I'm not disruptive. But if someone approaches me with that energy, my my claws come out a little bit. I'm like, hmm. I never used to be that way all the time. I used to be just a fucking big old, big, big old nice boy. A big old genuine good boy. And I was just like, I want everyone to like me. And then at some point you see what society has become and you're like, I couldn't care less. It's a nightmare out there, folks. <laughs> it's a fucking uh, being in Brooklyn. You see, you see a lot more people because in Long Island, you're you're away from it. You're you're not near it as much because it's. I used to drive my car to fucking uh, to work and everything. I'd be in my own little world, playing a podcast. Now I'm going on the trains all the time, and I'm I'm just noticing how bad the homeless situation in New York is getting. It's not as it's not like California. I know I know I say that a lot, but it is it is getting worse by the day. Literally was going on the floor yesterday and there was just, you know, cars passing and in one car people are sitting and then in that car where the people are sitting, there's just three homeless people sleeping on these benches. And then I get in my car, the next one, and there's just a guy twitching. Just a guy twitching at the end of the fucking cart and someone's just sitting next to him. Could you imagine me? I couldn't I couldn't imagine being that guy. I couldn't imagine being that guy. I almost was at one point. All right, here. Yeah, I was. I almost was. I was getting on the 3 to go to work on a Saturday and there were just two homeless guys eating chocolate standing in the corner of the train. It smelled like the illest bum shit. I'm sure I've talked about this on the podcast before, but I was almost in that position, and then I realized, oh, I'm going to do what everyone else is doing and stand as far away from them as possible. Ugh, but someone's partying. But yeah, I, I just noticed the homeless were getting worse and worse. I went down to the Astor Club 
and that woke homeless crew I saw, we saw, you know, Mel and I saw a couple weeks ago, they're wearing masks now, which is good, so they're taking COVID seriously, finally, and uh, I don't know how you fix this, because I got on the subway one morning, well, I I have ideas, but um, genuine ideas, gotta get housing and therapy for these people, and, you know, try and, try and figure it out, get them cleaned up, think of it like a Robin Williams and Jumanji. <laughs> it's like they're in this board game of of uh, you know Metropolis, and you just pull them out, and you gotta let them get, you gotta give them a shower and a shave, a couple pills, even them out. But uh, yeah, I was fuck. Was I even? God damn it! Stay off the weed. Not good. I fucking forgot my thought. Yeah, so I was on. I was on the floor. I'm trying to get my thought back. Hold on. The homeless people down at Aster, they need help. Fuck. Damn, I was a deep Stay loss. Stay off the weed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So fucking here is my thought. I got it. Yes. Um, I was on the train. I was on the floor one morning, and there was a homeless guy just sleeping on a bench on the train and the cops come in and these two cops come in and they just slap the bench to wake the guy up and then get off the train. That's all they did. They didn't do anything else. There was nothing else for them to do, not to figure out the situation or get him off the train. It was just slap the bench and get this fucker up because the guy sat up after, which was at that point, just let him sleep. He's not bothering anybody at that point. I'm like, he's here. Yeah. It's fucking creepy. But he has nowhere else. I've got nowhere. He's got nowhere else to go. He's got nowhere else to go. So why are you going to slap the bench to wake him up? It was like a cruel joke on us, on everyone else who was going to work that day. It's like, I'm going to wake this homeless guy up. And here's a cruel joke. He went inside his shirt, and I just saw a lot of movement. And I'm pretty sure he was jerking off. I'm pretty sure he was jerking off. There's a lot of movement going on. So I'm pretty sure he was jerking off. And I get it. It was 6.30 in the morning. The first thing I do at 6.30 in the morning is touch myself. So, you know, everyone's got their routines. No matter where you are in this world, you have to fought, you have to get into some sort of routine. <laughs> so, yeah. And cops, oh, man, I understand why people wanted to fund them now. Because they're they're next to useless. They're, cops have been, they're like, a, they're like a dog with a cone on right now. They can't really... They're, everyone's got cameras, and they really don't know how to approach a situation, but no matter how they approach it, it's dog shit. <laughs> For real. Because those guys slapping the bench, that literally, do, that, that solved nothing. And then, I'm whenever I, whenever I have an opportunity, I like to go and not pay for the subway. And with activity like that going on in the subway, why would I? I'm paying to sit next to a homeless guy and possibly get stabbed. How great. So, yeah, I'm I one morning I had an opportunity. The fence was open, the gate was open, and when I see that gate open, I walk through it with no hesitation, a complete confidence walking through that gate, okay? And the short cop stopped me and he said, "Duh, were you were were you going to pay for that train?" I go, "Yeah." Well, actually, no, here's how the interaction started. He goes, he was like, 
hey, what what uh, what post office do you work for? It was like him and a group of cops, right? And he, he approached me. He goes, what post office do you work for? I was like, in Long Island. Oh, fuck. I gotta block. Oh, I'll block that out, whatever. I work. And he goes, oh, let me see your badge. So I give him my postal badge. And then he's like, were you going to pay for that train? I was like, I was. He goes, let me see your debit card. I show him my debit card. He goes, all right, go back and pay for the pay for the subway. So I went back and I turned my back and I just said, "You." I was like, do you do this to everybody? Because I know they don't. I know they don't. When I come home and I open the gate and people walk through, there are cops there. And when they're walking through, the cops do nothing. They literally just standing there with their thumbs in their asses. They couldn't, they, they're, they don't stop, they don't, they don't stop them. And here's the thing. That cop was doing his job, but what pisses me off is that he wouldn't. He definitely doesn't do it to anybody else. He only does it to people he sees that he can possibly, you know, fucking bully. Pay for the subway. Here's the deal, man. All these people in the subway, they're fuck. There's there's animals down there, and I'm paying to go on the subway for that. I'm I sh- it I should it should be free till you fucking do something about it. It's fucking ridiculous. And the thing is, I know there's homeless people, but there's a lot more by the day, and it's fucking nuts. We were watching your mom's house the other night, and they showed a TikTok of a homeless guy. I think it was on the J train. He was just tearing into this mango and threw it across the train, just like on the floor. And they were, and Tom and Christina were laughing at it. Mel and I couldn't laugh because that is such a reality for us that it's like if you were experiencing that, you wouldn't want to laugh. It fucking sucks. <laughs> It fucking sucks. Imagine parents going on there with their kids. Well, this is the life you chose. Da, 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 da. And it's like, okay, here's the deal. I'm saying that a lot. I know. I'm going to listen back to this. I'm going to hear myself saying, here's the deal. I shouldn't have to pay to ride with these fuck. It, it's with the walking dead. Okay. None of the people who have to go to work in the morning, who do go to work in the morning, who get up and get their ass to fucking work, shouldn't have to ride with the walking fucking dead. All right. So stop fucking trying to make me pay for the subway when there's a chance down there I could lose my fucking life. Assholes. So crazy. That's such a serious I sounded so serious in my tone, but I'm 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 fucking dead serious. Such bullshit. And then I was on the LIRR and uh a woman cop. I haven't worn my mask in months, right? Once I I once I, I don't know when I decided, I think after I got COVID, I was like, it's over. <laughs> it's over in my mind. So uh, when I moved to Brooklyn, uh, probably a couple weeks into living in Brooklyn, maybe maybe a month, I'll say, I stopped wearing the mask. And um, I was going on the trains. No one, I saw cops on the train, on the, on the train, on the Long Island Railroad all the time. Didn't say a fucking word to me. And then the other day, it was the same day as that Brooklyn, the, the shit that went down on that Brooklyn train. The other day, this this guy, uh, this woman, this female police officer and her and her cuck boy officer uh, were walking through the carts. And I was minding my business, reading my book, not bothering anybody. The woman goes, the woman, the female police officer goes, um, do you have a mask on you? I said, no. And she goes into her jacket pocket and pulls one out and gives it to me. And I'm just like, okay, I don't want to get, I don't want to get ticketed, so I'm, I'm just gonna put it on. And and then they walk away, 
and I take it down right after they walk away because they're not coming back. And these, I see these two white guys get up from their seats after the fact with no masks on talking to each other. And I, and I, I missed the perfect opportunity to say, hey, are you going to hit these two fuckers or is it just because I'm me? And that's not a victim of a victim of circumstance or like, a, what was me? I just know what I look like, okay? I know I'm an easy target. So I'm approachable. I'm in a mail uniform. People love talking to the fucking mailman, but yet going postal is a thing. Oh, just trying to figure it out. Yeah. And that, that shit that happened that day, that was the same day as the what happened on the R train. That guy shot, you know, through those two smoke, uh, smoke, smoke grenades, I guess. I don't know. He lit the, he lit the fucking train up and then he took out a gun and started shooting. People were rushing out of the subway. Insane. That's going on down there. The cat, there was, and there were no working cameras in the, uh, in, on that subway station. You know, we give the cops $10 billion to, uh, to do their job. And a cop had to go to someone and get the footage off their phone to figure it out. Couldn't even go to the MTA fucking cameras. And the MTA, oh my god. The amount of money they make in one in one like just train moving, they make their pensions ten times over every day. It's fucking insane. I that is so insane to me. And yet the subways are fucking shit. But hey, listen. At least I, at least I know they don't care that no one, no fucking, uh, booth, uh, booth bitch at the MTA stops me. So it's just like, Hey, listen, I know they don't care. So fuck it. I'd rather you be as real as possible. Right. I don't care if you get stabbed on train, just get to work, deliver the mail. Yeah, clearly the homeless thing has been on my mind, okay? That's what I've been dealing with here. I've been just noticing that a lot. But I also felt like I was getting a bit agoraphobic because I um, I like to smoke before I work out. And I haven't really explored the area. So my way of exploring sometimes is to go for a bike ride, even though I haven't done that yet. I've tried. I went once halfway and then I was just like, oh, it's chilly out. I'm going back in to do kettlebells. And then uh, I went for a bike ride yesterday. I was like, I'm going to go for a bike ride after work tomorrow. It's going to be fucking nice. And as I'm going for the bike ride, my tire on the back of my bike goes flat as I'm in the middle of riding in the park. So when you ride in the park, in Prospect Park, you ride in the whole like vicinity of Brooklyn, I think, or that area of Brooklyn. I don't know how... Uh, what in specific. I wish Mel was here to tell me what, the dist- what uh, towns you go through. But you go through a bunch. And it's just around, and it's it's a beautiful ride, but my tire went flat, so I had to get off the bike, and I was walking from Prospect Park West back to my apartment, and I felt like it was like the universe's way of saying, dude, you gotta explore a little bit, man, you gotta fucking explore a little bit. off the weed! Gorgeous area, Prospect Park West, all the brownstones and everything, oh, it's nice. It does make me want to walk around more, because I felt like, I feel like I'm getting... Uh, cluttered in the home I'm just up in the home cramped in here because I just have a lot of personal projects to do I you know I call it I don't, I, I don't like to call it work because then I don't do it but I just have a lot of things that I have to do 
to catch up on, and I don't really have time to be outside like that. Well, when are you ever going to be caught up, Steven? Uh, when I have a fucking vacation from my goddamn job. <laughs> when I have a goddamn vacation. I thought the bitch was wise! That wasn't the right drop. God damn it! There we go. Yeah. So, I'm just working a lot, trying to catch up on these projects, going to the city. Oh, man. Uh, Penn Station. It's funny time just being over in Times Square and noticing how bad that is. That's a popular that area is populated, man. And it's just just imagine be like just having to be okay with sleeping on the cement at night, just sleeping on the concrete floor. That is a fucking that's that's a that's a wild choice to make, in my opinion. In my opinion, really, Stephen, does it is that is that a is that a hot take? Do you think anyone else would have that hot take? <laughs> Laying on the concrete floor, it's pretty fucking crazy, man. Stay off the weed. Stupid, but yeah, I just walk. I'm just notice. I just notice it. I can't stop noticing it. Like I saw the uh, homeless encampment by the Astor Club tonight. That's only getting bigger. There's more tents showing up and everything, and I'm just like, this is a problem. But what do I care? What What do I know? They're not homeless. They're the unhoused. Be nice. So, let's see. <sighs> Rest in peace to uh, Gilbert Godfrey. Gilbert Godfrey passed away. And um, I was with Mel when I I think we found and I wasn't I wasn't with Mel I think I think I just found out during the day but um she uh, showed me I think that his Twitter account got hacked after he passed away which is just does anyone care does any can anyone just give five minutes to the family does the internet have to be a piece of shit all the time the internet has made us into such pieces of shit. And not all of us, but the way we interact with people and have respect for people, it's so gone just because you're you're in a computer screen. And I like to troll on, not even troll like that, but I like to write comments, funny shit, but I'm never mean or malicious unless it's Michael Rappaport, who I think is beyond annoying. But I still follow him because I, I don't disagree with everything he says, so... But I but he's ultra... He's one of those guys that... he That's what he's doing. The reason he's doing what he's doing is to get me to react. Exactly. Yeah, it's to engage. It's to engage to get clicks. It's to engage and to get clicks. Oh, I think we got a new song. To engage. Oh, it's loud. To engage. To engage. To engage. To engage. To engage. To engage is, you know, that's what Michael Rappaport is doing, and um, I'm falling for it like a dickhead. All right, <sighs> I'm very happy. I'm, I'm, I'm a ball of mix. I'm a mixed ball of emotions right now, right? Because after this podcast, I'm going to make chicken wings in the fucking air fryer, and they are gonna be so good. These fucking, these wings are going to be so good. I'm going to make a little little side of fries. I'm making it for me and the Melican when she lands back from her, <laughs> from her flight back from Queens. 
<laughs> Stay off the weed. But yeah. I'm gonna make chicken wings after this, so I'm hyped. This is a low key episode this week, alright? It's it's Holy Week. It's Easter tomorrow. I know to, I know I'm gonna have a just my morning to do shit. But I haven't really been paying attention to the news that much. That's why there's no real topics this week because I, who cares? I'm I'm living in a, I'm living in a war zone of New York. I used to I used to hate that Rogan would be like, New York is crime ridden right now. Da, 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 da. And I'm like, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about, Rogan. Okay, I go on the subways, and in those moments when I go on the subways, I'm fine. Nothing happens, but he's not wrong okay because shit is happening over here but he's also not living it so i'm i'm when guys talk about new york i feel like schultz on this one when guys talk about new york it's just like who don't live here you're kind of like hey don't fucking disrespect my city like that Mm. i'm drinking a kombucha right now blood orange carrot and ginger holy shit that's good good for my tummy so i'm making chicken wings after this and uh yeah. Can you tell I'm fucking exhausted? Oh, I don't even have that much to talk about. I'll, I'll I'll talk about this. Elon Musk. So his Twitter dealings have he made I he uh apparently was an active member to follow up on this on this one article. Let's Google it. No, I should have Googled it beforehand, but I didn't. Elon Musk. The elusive politics of Elon Musk. I love reading the headlines. Because it, it's just funny that I'm real. I it took me twenty, took me thirty years to realize, fucking um, in this country the way to get success, and this has been going on since the start of the country. It's not you know, start of the country. I don't know, but when business became prevalent, not happened then too. I'm sure when it first started. But anyway, it's just the only way to get it. Not the only way, but one way to get ahead. One method of getting ahead. I realized from some people is just by challenging competition. So you have new car companies challenging Tesla and also just tearing down and demoralizing. So if that's one way to get the competition is to fucking is to troll your competition. Elon Musk is one of the ultimate trolls, but it's it's not the ultimate troll. Let's take it easy. He's not the ultimate troll, but he, he does like to fuck around on Twitter, but he uses Twitter like everyone did back in the day. And people just get mad because he's not a comic or anything, or per- he's just a guy that has um, ideas that like for tech, for innovation, and then he just wants to have fun on Twitter. So fuck it, why not? And why why do we take Twitter so seriously? No one wants to have fun anymore. Everyone wants to, you know. No one wants to have fun anymore, man. Um, it's not a fun time, Steve. But yeah, it just seems that Twitter, the 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 reason like Twitter, people like going on Twitter because what didn't mean anything. You would just write something stupid, and then that's such a bad point. I guess my point is, is people don't like that. You know, the powers that be don't like that Elon talks his shit on Twitter or whatever it is. But who, you know, he doesn't give a fuck, which is cool. Hey, don't 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 take Twitter so seriously. So let's look at this. Twitter's poison pill, Elon Musk's plan B, possible scenarios of what happens next. So I think Elon took a step back as an active member on the board of Twitter, and um, I think he offered to buy them out, I'm pretty sure, but uh, so here's, here's what's going on, I'll read this article, buy more, sell out, troll on, 
What Elon Musk's next next move will be in his standoff with Twitter is the question on the lips of the most connect lips of the most connected people in Silicon Valley and Wall Street this weekend. This is the type of process that's going to become incredibly disruptive and drag on, says one former high ranking Twitter executive. Observing happily from the sidelines, it could be any of the three above or a mix or something else entirely. On Friday afternoon, Twitter's board said it had approved a poison pill strategy, a move public companies have used since the 1980s to protect themselves against encroaching investors like Musk. Musk has offered 54.20 a share for Twitter, valuing it around 40, valuing it at around 43 billion, and the poison pill signals the board doesn't think. And the poison pill signals the board doesn't think it's a good enough offer. That represents a roughly 38% premium over the point. Musk disclosed his Twitter stake, but nearly a quarter less than the market market value Twitter stock had as recent as recently as July. Okay, so I guess, um, and based on the conversation with analysts. Analyst, people at Twitter and those who've worked there in the past, here's an educated guess as the possible scenarios ahead. It's tough to be sure with Musk, the guy who once joked about privatizing his own company and made his bid function as as a weed joke at the center of it all. Okay, Musk doubles down and buys more Twitter stock. Continue reading. Speaking at TED conference Thursday, Musk insisted he had a plan B, and while he also insisted that the 54.20 a share offer would be his last and final overture, it's certainly possible that Musk, the world's richest person, could afford to keep pressing down. He'd need to sell Tesla stock or take out a loan to do so. And he has said he has brought on Morgan Stanley to advise him. His proposal here uh, has gotten a lot of support on Twitter. For a guy who lives on Twitter and likes to bask in the attention of his 81 million followers there, this is important. And it's a, and a significant portion of the Wall Street analysts who follow Twitter stock think it's a good price. We realize that a take-it-or-leave-it take offer is not ultimately how shareholders or a board of directors want to negotiate, but we would urge to take this offer and run, says analyst Ma- uh, Michael Nathanson, one of the sharp-minded observers of the digital media realm. Musk give up? Okay. Yeah, so it looks like there's like a whole thing going on with Twitter. Uh, Musk trying to buy Twitter right now, and of course it's going to be... That's a big move right there to buy Twitter, because... Imagine if Elon Musk bought Twitter. The reason why it's bad is well, not bad. People think people at Twitter think it's bad is because the, uh, you know, c- censorship, ultimately, just it's well, interesting that people there's some people who just don't want to hear others. Or to block them, block the motherfucker. Who cares? Don't go down this road, please. I know I talk about this all the time, but it's just it will it will come towards your door. Is my point. It's just. While you silence somebody, and then one day the snake will come around and bite you right on the fucking ass. So, but it's it's, inter- it's interesting to watch it play out because it's I, the way I look at things now, especially like post pandemic and the practices these people are going for with ESG and everything. I hope some of these I hope some of these corporations fail, most of them, because it's just the the government, in my opinion, and the and the people that run it and have say in it have long forgotten about the common man and i mean that for everybody who goes to work and it's just up to you to fend for yourself so that's why i look at the subway system because oh you're gonna pay for a ride but you fucking risk your life you take you your life is in your hands down when you go down there so whatever happens to you happens to you and 
it fucking sucks. So I, I kind of, you know, watching how things are going, it looks like Disney's losing a lot of money because of what they're, uh, because of the don't say gay bill in Florida. And that's mainly just about, um, teaching, let, you know, let's, oh my God, now I'm going to Google this. Okay. I guess we are getting into some fucking topics. These are some things I would never want to talk about, whatever. Don't uh, say gay bill. I just burped so hard. Sorry about that. I, I don't pride myself on letting gases out. Uh, okay. Let's, uh, a Trump stooge took his kids to Disney would write, uh, Disney world right before attacking them for opposing. Okay. Um, let's read the hill. Let's go middle of the road. Comedian and podcaster Katie Halper said podcaster Joe Rogan's and comedian Bill Maher's pushback against corporations such as Disney after it openly opposed Florida's don't say gay bill is misplaced. We should have we should always have skepticism when we're dealing with corporations and when it comes to corporate power I think that Bill Maher and Joe Rogan's skepticism here seems a little misplaced. I'm not sure why they're so frustrated. I'm not sure what what leaning into wokeism means really. Halper said while appearing on Hills TV Rising. Well. Okay. Last month, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis signed the bill into law which prohibits discussion in some elementary school grades about gender identity and sexual orientation. The Walt Disney Company has condemned the legislation and has vowed that it would help to repeal it, according to CNBC. Okay. Yeah, so um, Halper said it's not wrong for Disney to oppose the Don't Say Gay bill. Well, here's the deal. I mean... When you're talking about fucking my my issue with this is elementary school, it's like let's just let kids be kids. Why well, gotta fill their head with this fucking dumb nonsensical shit? Because they're on their way to teenagers, and you know how you know identity. So when you when you don't know who you are in identity, yeah, it to me, I just why do we yeah like why do we have to bring this conversation into elementary school? It's like. You start learning a lot of this shit in, in middle school. I don't know. I just feel like elementary school is way too young to put that on a kid, but that's just my personal opinion. Yes, you could hate me now, but I won't stop now. Whatever. So, yeah, um, I don't even know where I'm at. I just went down a rabbit hole towards the Don't Say Gay Bill. Stay off the weed. That ESG incorporations. Yeah, so, yeah, looking at it from a bird's eye view, a bird's eye view of uh, where the world is at right now, it feels very uh, survival of the fittest in New- <laughs> a little bit in New York. You has got to stay on your, your P's and Q's, you know, keep your eyes up. But, yeah, like these, I think that's my issue with a lot of... Uh, like people who have people who have strong opinions, but like could give a fuck about helping their fellow man, is beyond annoying. So just let Elon Musk buy Twitter is what I'm trying to say. Look at that. I somehow rounded it out. I somehow found a way to get back to Elon Musk because, yeah, I don't know. I'm just tired, guys. All right, how's that sound? This is this is what a solo episode. This is what a run back of a solo episode feels like without Mel. Okay, but yeah, I'm probably gonna wrap this up shortly. I don't really want to, I don't have much to talk about. I'm just really exhausted from the week of work and everything. And, uh, just noticing shit around, around Brooklyn, just the the homeless clearly, it's always on my mind. Okay. It's always on my mind, but I'll, I'll, I'll wrap this up on a positive note. Okay.
I got an email. So I ordered the two West Side Gun vinyls. Hitler wears Hermes Volume Eight, Side A and Side B. And I ordered I ordered Side A back in uh, November, I believe. I think something like that. And it was like it was just one of those orders where it said, "Oh, ex- expected to ship March 18th," and I was just like, "Dude, really?" Or no, March 30th, and it shipped on March 30th, and I got it today. And I was nervous as to if I was going, I was nervous if I was going to receive the record or not, because when I went on the website on my phone, there was a lot of crashing going on. And somehow I ended up in my car, it, somehow it end, the, the record ended up in my cart. And the reason why the website was crashing is because there's all, there was like maybe like 5,000, like maybe 5,000 copies pressed, I believe. Not even that many. So it was a real. It's a, it's a first come first serve, and when they're gone, they're gone. So get it on eBay at a thousand dollars if you miss it, you know, because that's what people are reselling it at, or go, that's what they're going to resell it at. So I got side A, and I was nervous it wasn't. I I was nervous I wasn't gonna get it because I thought like maybe I got played. I was just like, oh, this this, this is great. I got it, but I it, the website crashed, and I somehow ended up in my cart. But I don't I don't it it. I didn't think it was going to work out, especially when I was going through Bandcamp. It showed up today. The record sounds great. I'm very happy about it. Okay? I'm very fucking happy about it. So, I'm going to play it again probably after when I'm making these wings. And I'm going to smoke some more and enjoy my Saturday night, alright? It's Easter tomorrow. Hang out with your loved ones. Have some deviled eggs. My girlfriend made these bomb deviled eggs i mean i'm not a huge fan of deviled eggs at all and what she made oh looks fucking delicious all right so i'm gonna make her dinner in return okay oh fuck what a what a life guys but uh <laughs> is this podcast depressing is this it did did this solo episode end up becoming depressing i hope not i'll be fine some enjoyment in this all right so Till next week, when I return with my lovely co-host, who will bring some lightness. She'll, we'll 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 judge it up next week. All right, this is more of just uh, you know, Dad's having a smoke out in the uh out in the crawl space right now, like in the old days. I go down to the crawl space and sit and just smoke weed down there by myself and talk. That's how the podcast used to be. I'd go smoke and then I'd start the podcast. So have a good Easter, guys. Avoid the homeless, hopefully. You know, you get to work safely. Uh, enjoy your life. Go find some Easter eggs. Um, also, follow me on Instagram at I'm Steve. Follow me on Twitch at I'm Steve too. I'm making regular at the post office soon. I will have time to fucking do shit. It's going to be awesome, okay? And especially living in Brooklyn, I'm going to have more time. I'm, I'm, I'm going to get this shit, all right? I'm gonna fucking let's go. Hold on. Let's get this shit. What? Let's get this shit. What? Let's get this shit. What? Let's what? Hold on. Let's get this shit. Let's get this shit. Let's get this shit. Let's Alright. So follow me on Twitch at I'm Steve2. Check out my album and my EP on Spotify. Follow Mel at Escumelo. And follow her band Dirty Bird. Check them out. Give them a follow. Check them out on the road this this summer. They're going on tour. They're going on tour. And um yeah. Catch me on Column Terrell's Patreon, possibly, okay? And um, follow that young young Irish lad, all right? So, 
Till next time, I love you all. Enjoy your Easter. I'm gonna end on a positive note. I'm not even gonna. I'm not even gonna end it on something stupid. Oh, I have more to say. Okay, so let me address this. I want to address one more thing. I did say on the podcast two weeks ago, Drake was a pedophile, <laughs> and it felt like I thought about it after the fact, and I was gonna talk about it with Mel, but I didn't. <laughs> I, I I forgot to bring it up because. We've had a couple episodes where we've recorded, and it was good stuff, but I fucked the audio up, so whatever. Anyway, I'm discussing this now because I just thought about it. I call Drake a pedophile. I don't think he's a pedophile, but it's just, you know, there's a lot of headlines will get you to talk your shit, okay? And so it was like, I remember I remember seeing headlines of Drake being like, uh, of it being like, Drake's DMing Eleven from Stranger Things, and I'm just like, she's young, there she's young like why and i didn't really do any research into it who cares um drake's not a pedophile if he, if it comes out he's a pedophile damn i'll be like damn oh this is gonna be on the record you be like drake's not a pedophile it's like drake's a pedophile <laughs> he's not okay i just had tourette's in that moment and drake's not a pedophile all right but and also in this i don't even think asap rocky is cheating on rihanna I don't know why that's a headline. It's juicy. That's why. It, she's pregnant. She's, you know, very pregnant and everything. So it's, she's far along. And they're just like, ASAP Rocky cheated on Rihanna with one of her uh, shoe models. And I'm just like, how true is that? I don't believe this shit. Why are you trying to ruin this man's relationship? Let's Google it. Oh, let's, let's Google it. See, we, we think Google has all the answers. We're like, hey, let's just Google ASAP Rocky. I like how I was wrapping up to fucking go home make these wings but i didn't asap schnocky rihanna and asap rocky are spotted together after recent breakup rumors the rihanna and cheating rumors spreader issued uh yeah thank you i'm like i knew this shit wasn't real that feels pretty forced okay um Hi, all. So I'd like to address the situation. Last night I made a dumb decision to tweet some some information I had received. I'm not going to talk about sources, blame others for a discussion that was started, etc. Because at the end of the day, I made the decision to draft that tweet, press send, and put that out with my name on it. Okay, so it seems... Here's Okay, so I'd like to formally apologize to all parties I involved with my actions and for my reckless tweets. I fully accept the consequences of my actions for my tweets and any harm they caused. I have no excuse for it. I've been way too wrapped. Okay, so exactly. So the way I'm reading this is this person lied. So like, fuck you. Why are you doing this? You're just, like, talking shit to talk shit. So who gives a fuck? No, that was stupid. Who gives a fuck? But that's what I'm saying. is like, you can just read any headline and just think it's real. So Drake isn't a pedophile is what I'm saying. And ASAP Rocky's not cheating on Rihanna. He'd be a real fucking idiot to do that. Mm. Also. Okay, so that's the end. Also, check out Atlanta. The third season of Atlanta is fucking incredible right now. Last week's episode was had me fucked up. It was funny, but it had me fucked up. <laughs> but this week's episode was really good. I didn't finish it. I'm going to go rewatch it. I fell asleep. But I'm just saying, this season in general, man, I missed that show. It was gone for a couple, it was gone for a couple years because of the pandemic, but they're back with a fucking bang, and I'm tight. I'm, 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 I'm upset. Oh, 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 oh. Stay off the weed.
I'm upset they're ending after the next season, which is premiering in the fall of this year. But things have to end. And if it jumped the shark, you'd be like, all right. If it did eight seasons, I'd be, I, I'd, I'd say, all right, time to time to call it. I'm sure Donald Glover could do eight seasons, but why? The Walking Dead went on too long. I jumped off The Walking Dead around the seventh season. The comic books are great, but I just, you, at some point, you just, I just can't anymore. I'm like, all right, I can't. This is dedicating a lot of time to this, and I just don't have the time right now. So, anyway, check out Atlanta. Once again, happy Easter. I love you all. Good night. Fuck What's up, everybody? I had one more thing to talk about. I fucking knew I had one more thing to talk about, and I completely forgot about it. Stay off the weed. These homeless. <laughs> These homeless. They're getting crazy. So anyway, here's my point. I was walking back from the Astor Club one night, and oh my god, yeah. So last week, I go down to the subway, and I'm learning that the fucking trains in this motherfucker... On the weekends, they shut down some services, so I usually take the D into the into the fucking Chinatown to go to the Astor Club, and it was uh, it wasn't running it wasn't running last weekend, so I hopped on the N train, got off on Canal Street and a whole different area, not even a whole different area, but like maybe a couple blocks different. But I'm a I'm a I'm a Long Island boy, so I so I didn't really know where I was going. But anyway, make my way to Astor Club, and as I'm walking back, so I'm thinking that maybe the D will run into Brooklyn from this train. Even, you know, whatever. Stupid thinking. Anyway, I'm walking back from the Astor Club, and this uh, homeless dude approaches me. He goes, yo, man, come on, man. I really could use uh, some money right now. You got some, you could I, can I get a dollar, please? And I'm like, I don't have any money, and I didn't. Um... And he goes, he starts showing me his change. He goes, I got a couple quarters and a fucking dime. He's like, bro, come on, bro, please. You got some money? I'm like, I don't have any money. He was like, you got Cash App? I was like, dude, Cash... I was like, no, I don't have Cash App. So I walk away, and he throws a dime at me and calls me a faggot. <laughs> he goes, faggot. And I was like, bro, you think that fucking scares me? I took that shit in middle school. Fuck you, all right? That bred me for this moment, okay? that Those interactions I had in middle school bred me for this moment, all right? I can't, yeah, he wasn't even, the thing is, is like, I don't really give money to homeless people anymore, I don't, rarely do I, because I don't know who's playing me, because I'm not going to be faking homeless, he has cash app and he's homeless, what, get the fuck out of here, bro, so I make my way back from Canal, I make my way back to Canal Street after realizing that train's not running, and there's this older man standing with his, this hand truck, I'm not even making this up, I forgot about this, holy shit, he's standing with his hand truck, and fucking, he has his box of goods, and I, I can see in there, it's just stuff for a house, and he's trying to get down the stairs with his hand truck, but everyone's walking by him, and he, of course, I see him, and I can't just walk by him, so I was like, all right, let's go, and I help him carry his, uh, I, you know, guide, you know, carry his hand truck down the steps with his box of goods on it, and I felt, I felt like that was a way to redeem myself for watching that old woman's money just get tossed everywhere at CVS and being like, fucking bitch, hurry up! You don't know how to use self-checkout, you fucking whore? I saw this guy, and he's standing there. I'm like, how could I just walk past him like everybody else? I didn't. So, that's what I want to share with you guys, is, yeah, this is what's going on in New York. This is what's going on in my life right now. I'm helping old men down the stairs with their stuff, and I feel good about it. 
that was that was my way of of repaying not of you know for Lent and not taking and not you know fasting from anything. All right, and fuck that homeless guy. I hope no one cash apps you. Okay, you piece of shit. He looked like a dude in in my high school that would call me a faggot. Makes sense, right? Looks like the looks like looks like the ones who did call me that in high school, uh, and middle school. So, anyway. That's all I wanted to share. I had to share that. I was like, fuck, I can't believe I forgot. I, for, I can't believe I totally forgot about that. Wow. Stay off the I'm on a real adventure, guys. All right. Have a good Easter. I love you. Till next time. Bye. Cecilia. Cecilia.